0: right rug flooring. It's Monday, August 3rd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. There is no COVID baby boom that some suspected there might be. In fact, Americans aren't making babies, and that could be bad for the long-term economy. Some estimates say there could be 300 to 500,000 fewer babies born next year, which leads to fewer consumers, workers, and taxpayers. Peter Coy, Economics editor at Bloomberg Businessweek joins us for the American baby bust. Thanks for joining us, Peter.
3: Thanks for having me on.
0: One of the side effects of the pandemic when this all started, right away, everybody says, oh man, there's going to probably be, be a bunch of COVID babies, pandemic mm-hmm. babies, whatever yep. you want to call it. That was kind of the thought line at the beginning. It's actually kind of what everybody always thinks when uh, there's a natural <laughs> right. disaster or something. But we're kind of seeing some early indicators that that might not play out. Some estimates say that there could be uh, as much as three hundred to 500,000 fewer babies born next year. Tell us a little bit about this, Peter.
4: That figure you just mentioned is from a Brookings Institution estimate. And it turns out that people who are going through a pandemic and a deep recession just aren't in the mood for having a lot of babies. Just doesn't seem like the right thing to be doing. Right. And you can kind of understand. I mean, you may be worried about whether you could have a paycheck. You may be worried about being in hospitals at a time when there are going to be patients with COVID there. So, yeah, I mean, it's completely logical when you think about it, that the birth rate would fall. That number from Brookings, 300 to 500,000 fewer, is roughly a 10% decline from the normal number of births that would have been expected for next year. And, you know, one of the things my article gets into is some of the other evidence for that, but also like what happens next. For example, if it were just a slight postponement where the births would be made up for after things get better, then it wouldn't really be very meaningful. It'd just be a little notch. But if they don't get made up for, then we're going to have a long lasting hole in the population that COVID put in there.
0: Yeah. And that's one of the difficulties. There seems to be, a lack of time to recover and, and, uh, you know, uh, these recoveries, everybody says, Oh, well, everybody will bounce back. They don't always bounce back the same way. Well,
4: exactly. Think about it. If you're a woman who's uh, 38 years old and you realize the clock is ticking, you were ready to have a baby. And now there's going to be at least a year when you won't, you may still try afterward, but you may run out of luck. Uh, if you're a younger woman, if you're 30 or something, and you haven't started having children, you sort of had in mind you were going to have three, maybe. You may not squeeze in three. You may only have two now. Yeah. That's the evidence. This is not just me talking as a man. I'm, you know, uh, <laughs> one step removed from this, but yeah, that's what the evidence shows.
0: And even the sentiment as the pandemic plays out, there was a, a survey you you quoted in the article as well that surveyed 2,000 American women in late April, early May. And they they found that 34% of them wanted to delay pregnancy or have fewer kids because of the pandemic. You know, it's just kind of the uncertainty of the whole thing. Uh, You know, a vaccine isn't going to come till early next year, most likely. There's still months. And, you know, a lot of people do take the time to plan a pregnancy and all that. And it, it just kind of throws all that out of the window. Peter, tell us some of the early indicators that we're seeing, because there was a bunch of different things in here. The weddings were slowing down, people getting right. birth control and stacking that up was going up as well.
4: Yeah, like the Wedding Reports, a company I talked to, said that surveys show slightly over 60% of weddings that were scheduled for 2020 been postponed until either later this year or 2021. I talked to a company called the Pill Club, which uh, founded... Uh, 65% increase as of last month in new patient requests for uh, Anovera, which is a vaginal ring that prevents pregnancy for up to a year, so long-lasting birth control. actually even talked to a woman from Planned Parenthood who said she's getting more women coming to her who had pregnancies that they wanted to terminate. So it's pretty darn serious.
0: Yeah. And the results of all of this, obviously... Less babies, uh, babies are cute, all all that stuff. But you have to think of the long-term effects of it. Fewer children means fewer consumers in the future, fewer workers, less taxpayers, and then the effect on our older Americans. You know, uh, Social Security gets thrown out of the whack when people aren't contributing. So it's kind of this big old thing that's all tied together. And, uh, you know, I like the way you put it in the article, too. The flip side of it, people say, well could be bad on that front, but it could also be good for the planet because there's less mm-hmm. people causing pollution.
4: Exactly. For example, there was a study out of Sweden a few years ago it uh, was published in Environmental Research Letters. They found that if you're thinking about how to save the planet, you, know, you can decide you're not going to fly, you're going to get an electric car, seal your windows so they don't leak heat in the winter. But the single best thing you can do to save the planet is to have fewer children because children consume
0: resources. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, is there any good news on this front? I mean, the numbers are what they are now. The early predictors were starting to see them. The birth rate has been going down for a while, yeah. and as we said, it's tough to make up that time and uh, right. you know, it's you know, a lot of people don't just step it up and start having a ton of babies right away. So is there any good news on the horizon with all this?
3: Well,
4: call it good or bad, but because, again, different people have different attitudes about this, but the one idea that the birth rate might trend back upward is that when you survey women about how many babies they want to have, it turns out they have been having fewer than their target number. So if women start achieving what they want, then you would see the birth rate rise again. Another indicator is that when we see the total fertility rate low, it could be that what's really happening is that women in their 20s aren't having babies now, but they will have them later. There could be like a societal change where this cohort of women just prefers to delay childbirth not to have your children. We wouldn't know that because who knows what they're gonna do, but if that indeed is the case, Then we would see the completed fertility rate 25 years from now being higher than the current indications.
0: Peter Coy, economics editor at Bloomberg Business Week. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast.